Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour, and I'm joined, as always, by my wrestling loving co-host, Alexander Volt. Say hello. Hello. You know, be really sweet hearing what? that that dive bomb intro one more this one more time. You want to hear one more time? One more time. You want to hear one more time? One more time. Oh no. Okay. All right. I'll figure it out. I'll figure out how to do this on the spot. You think I can't do this? You can't think I can't do this with a, with a moment's notice? I, I can't. Can. I think I can, and I'm going to buy as much fucking time <laughs> as I possibly can as I figure out how to do it. Although I thought you just kind of had it ready to like. Definitely didn't. Definitely didn't. Definitely kind of like a morning zoo type thing. Can't do it. Can't do All it. All right. But All right. You know what? Can do it. Can, can do it. Okay. Sort of. Can do it. And here we go. Nice. Is that going to pop up? Yes. Okay, good. Why? Oh, because it wasn't in my headphones. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't in your headphones? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, oh, no, no, no. I'm saying, wh- why did you want to hear it twice? Oh, just because we had so many false starts. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> Biggest wrench in, the, in any intro that we've done in all of our time. <laughs> anyway, this is every album ever. The podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. It's a new discography per episode. And today... We'll be discussing every album by System of a Down. Highly, highly requested episode. Is it? Yeah, a lot of people want this one. I, 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 didn't, I didn't know. Even know. Not a single person paid for it, but everyone asked for it. <laughs> I, I thought this was just an Alex episode. It's an Alex episode, in addition to people uh, okay. definitely wanting this one. Uh, and so there's a lot to talk about. I'm excited to talk about this. Yes. Uh, not everybody. <laughs> Anybody who's listened to rock music knows who this band is and has heard this band, but as a whole experience, new for me, as a whole diving in. That's part of why I'm excited today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But before getting all that, like the video if you like it, subscribe if you want, leave comments, leave your picks for best and worst if you want to play along. It uh, doesn't really matter, but I think it's all fun and good, and especially if it'll please the almighty, all-consuming, all-evil algorithm. Which has really beaten us down lately. Uh, if you uh, if you would like, damn, damn that algorithm. Damn it, damn that algorithm. Uh, you can find a system of down Spotify playlist link in the description. We got plays associated with pretty much every single episode. You can find all those at everyalbumever.com. And if you want to really support us, patreon.com slash everyalbumever where you get all kinds of bonus episodes. I started posting bonus episodes again, which it took me a long time. Nice. But, but I had a little bit more time lately. So doing that. More bonus episodes. Uh, super duper early access to the loose ends episodes. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we, we posted our first loose ends in seven months. <laughs> or so, I don't know how long our, pa- our Patreons thought something was wrong. Yeah. 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 Cause <laughs> we've just been sitting on them. There's still a bunch that are just sitting there, but we'll slowly dish them out on the main feed. Uh, so those are over there. You could also uh, get, you know, 20% off all merch, like the one I'm wearing right now. You could uh, see our schedule in advance if you can't wait to see what's coming out. And you could also vote on polls to decide who we actually cover next. Uh, there's people like, I get, I'm getting like messages and emails from people asking for like a certain band that were on polls. Like, yeah. sh- if you're on the Patreon, you could have voted, Betty. Could have voted. Could have voted. Could have swung things in your favor, Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Those are actually super fun. And uh, next one is it coming to a close. I don't know when exactly I'm going to pull the plug. Maybe when, by the time this comes out, who knows? We uh, can go there for that. And if you're tier two, if you're bigger than Jesus, then you could actually suggest artists for us and we will actually cover them instead of just uh, smiling and nodding and saying, well, someday, because someday could be years from now, <laughs> unless you pay us, in which case someday is probably a couple months from now when we could squeeze it in the schedule. 
So that's cool. That's rad. Please do that. Uh, last plug, please check out my debut EP by Pander Monkey. You can find it on all, all the platforms, Bandcamp, Spotify, Apple Music. There's also links in the description, of course. Uh, yeah, solo record by me. And if you hate me, you can go ahead and talk shit, but only if you listen to it. Otherwise, I won't believe it. You want me to believe your shit talking? Go and listen to it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, okay. Now. Yes. Sewed. Yes. I'm imagining you, you're you're in the moment, early 2000s, up to date fan from the beginning. Uh, maybe not like right from the beginning. Not but, 98. But, you know, toxicity, that. And our city. And our city. Yeah. Uh, that album was undeniable. If you were into heavy music when that came out, that album was fucking huge it was huge and i denied it <laughs> you did not oh. i did not well i, I was uh, not interested at the time when this when this all blew up i was already over like any kind of mainstream type of any rock like mm. i and the bits i've heard like i i get it but i hate the fact that it does that and i was just nitpicking and stuff and it just it just wasn't for me yeah and then i never dived in because i, I associated it with like ah it's more in the new metal side and it's i mean maybe at first it was like associated mm-hmm. but uh it's it's nice dude it's it's its own thing they're they're a different thing they're very uh interesting band <laughs> yeah there was a there was a period in my life where i felt like i was getting a little like growing out of certain bands you know like uh, a band like the offspring or something where yeah. i <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah, i uh-huh. listened to them when i was younger but it was just it wasn't for me i was expanding my musical horizons listening to some different things and I thought System of a Down was going to be one of those bands that, like, didn't make the cut. Right. And then to my uh, pleasant surprise, they did make the cut. Mm. And, um, yeah, I think they're this really interesting. No one in music sounds like System of a Down. Yeah. No I, one yeah, not really. <laughs> has tried to sound like System you, of a Down. You couldn't without getting fucking dragged through the mud. Because, yeah, you see a lot of musical trends and people just lift it. Yeah. But, yeah, people know better than to, like, mess. It's too obvious. Yeah. It's too fucking, uh, too obvious. You can't do that. You can't do it. But then also with hindsight, I don't, like... I feel like they got lumped in new metal because it's like it was the closest thing at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like they don't have a DJ. No, or rap. Yeah. <laughs> any, or did none of it. No. Yeah, so I feel like bands like System of a Down and like Deftones, and even though I think the Deftones did have a DJ, but they just kind of yeah. got lumped in there at the time because that was the closest thing. Well, Deftones more rightly so got lumped in. In the very beginning, they were like, they were just new metal without the rapping. Yeah. Like everything was the same. Yeah. And I, I don't really like the first two Def, Deftones albums at all. You don't uh, like I'm, to shove it? Uh, it's a cool song. There's, there's <laughs> cool stuff on it. I mean, there's cool stuff on like adrenaline yeah. shit. I don't think I liked, uh, what is it? Around the Fur? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, I think I like that one even less. Uh, but obviously they, they had more shit in them. Mm. But from, yeah, from the get go, like, oh, you see the comparison because of the, production and the chunkiness but that's about it that's about it also i will say that sugar music video i remember seeing it on like mtv2 because mtv was not you know playing that but mtv2 would still play music videos right when they're still trying to hang hang on to music Yeah, yeah and it was like for for me as a younger person it felt like 
you know, they play that music video right after like uh, a band like Mushroom Head. And it's like the drummer's wearing like a gas mask. They have like face paint on. So it's like, oh, are you guys like a gimmicky band? Yeah, they like seemed like they seemed like Mudvayne at first, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it that video kind of had the same aesthetic as the other guys. But like once you turned on the record, you were like, no, this is. Yeah, it's it's, it's very different. And uh this was the, this is one of the this is the toughest episode that I we've had to do in a while really because uh, no bad albums but they're not my band but mm-hmm. I'm still a fan it's okay. it's like a, a so many conflicting <laughs> I I switched picks repeatedly oh repeatedly shit. like I, I even I'm not even fully committed to my picks I'm mostly committed just because I'm following my heart as much yeah. as I can but at one point I had four picks like one for each feeling. oh shit but now it's down to like all right i'm pretty sure this is how i feel i went in i'm like this is the way it's gonna fall out came out same, same side same yeah, yeah. sometimes it, sometimes that happens uh that happens and like there's yeah. so, I, I man i'm i'm kind of scared now but uh you know Ooh. that's part <laughs> of the a, fun of this i'm gonna tell you right now I'm gonna say some controversial shit, probably. Or people don't. People, or I'm not gonna agree with, or vice versa. They're not gonna agree mm-hmm. with me. Uh, I don't care because I'm not. This is really wasn't for me. And there's a thing that I I, I can't stand in music that they do a lot, a lot, and <laughs> they, it's become a part of their thing. It's yeah. why people like them. Yeah. So I can't say it's like this sucks because they do this thing, just because I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But when it came down to it, so much of it was like. This one doesn't do it as much as that one, and I feel like this. One, just, so many things were like, this is just like a you better. Said, a lot of feelings. Yeah, it's just such a better album, but this one's also basically flawless. But it also does things that I just don't like personally, mm-hmm. even though it's still objectively kind of flawless. So many things. So many. Oh god. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. Whatever. Uh, but I guess uh, we might as well jump in a little bit of backstory. Yeah. Let's yeah. Do so it. we, of course, we got our history guy, Tom Osmond, and go ahead and follow him on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Tom Osmond Sounds. You can uh, follow his Substack at TomOsmond.Substack.com for all his musings on music. He's, uh, he's a big time writer and he's very good at it. Uh, don't, be, don't, ugh, don't forget to take a, take, I can't talk, can't talk. No. Don't forget to take out his debut album. So much for all day's work, which you can find on Bandcamp, Spotify, yada, yada, yada. There's links in the description for all that too. Uh, he's good at what he does. Check him out. And he also does history for us. So he compiled a whole bunch of shit, some interviews with, uh, the most recent being an uh, interview with uh, Rick Rubin and, and Serge in uh, 2021, uh, Revolver article from 2018, uh, interview with Darren from 2000, which is way back. Uh, interview with Shavo from 2018. Interview with John 2020. Uh, so yeah, the band, these guys. Yes. You got, well, all star-studded Armenian cast. Yep. Serge Tonkin, Darren Malakian, Shavo Odajian, and John Dolmayan. Dolmayan. I don't know how to pronounce that correctly. Dol- a- Dolmayan, Dolmayan, Dolmayan. Don't yeah, mind. it's because there's not an I back there. It's it screws you up. Yeah, it's Y A N instead of I A N. They all end with an A N though, and, and, and the former drummer Andy uh, uh, Kachaturian also I A N. Let me just applaud you that I would not even try to pronounce that man's last name, and I think you did an excellent job. Oh, right thank now. you, thank you. Yeah. Oh, I practiced a couple times. Okay. I, don't, I don't know if it's right, but it's, it sounds at least okay. Yes, yours is in the ballpark. Ballpark. I w- yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll settle with that. Uh, I guess formed in 1994, which is pretty crazy, way earlier than I was expecting, and also not surprising. Named rock band, uh, 90s. You gotta, you know, 
got to drive through some mud mm-hmm. to, to, to get somewhere. But uh, so what's some of this early stuff? I know they started out as soil. Yes. Uh, Serge and Darren met in 92 um, with. Yeah, Darren's younger than Serge. And yeah, they both, a few years, yeah. Yeah, they both went to the same, like, all-Armenian school, but they didn't, like, bump into each other until they were working on, like, separate music projects. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, that led to the band uh, Soil, which, uh, yeah, Darren had some interesting things about how they sounded, and I was not expecting it to be, like, Kind of prog rock. Oh, yeah. Like, apparently. Like long 10 minute songs. Yeah. Darren says, uh, quote, soil was like mixing Rush, Zappa, Slayer, Pantera, Soundgarden, everything you can think of together into these 10 minute song structures that started off this way and ended up another way. We were a really good band and it spawned out a lot of the style that system is now. Uh and then uh, he's, he says here, as well as at a lot of places, uh, mm-hmm. that the, the Beatles are what made system what they are because he's like, you got to condense it, you know, you got, you got to fucking chop off eight of those 10 minutes. And I've, I've said it in a hundred other podcasts. Most recently, our blood brothers one. Um, yeah. System of a down was the band that like, really like, I'm like, holy shit. They're doing prog rock songs in like three minutes. You can. And in some ways it's kind of more impressive. It's better. It's not not that I don't love the crazy prog stuff. Oh no. Yes. It's one of my favorite bands of all time. It totally depends on the band, but for sure. And it's it's obviously like a very different kind of prog, but, uh, the fact that it's, it's short, it's, uh, when it's this, unrelenting <laughs> helps <laughs> and it all it, and it's also a big deal because if they weren't trying if they weren't doing a, a bunch of different things with every song it wouldn't even matter that the song was short it would still bleed together as one giant prog rock song yes but they they are crazy distinct and super wild and each one feels differently uh which just that's just testament to the, the band more so than the, the the decision to make short songs mm-hmm. um but he does make a little interesting quote uh or point here, which I think is uh, music makers know this uh, a lot. And he says, uh, quote, it's easy to keep throwing ideas in because you love all your ideas, but to make the song great, you got to sometimes pull things out. And that's the hardest part. What part of the song do you pull out to make it great? That's the biggest challenge that. So it's specifically that, like which parts do you cut to make it better and not worse when you feel like both things are good. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. <laughs> and, so, yeah. In some ways, it's the the musical equivalent of uh, Kill Your Darlings, right? It, uh, it's, it's exactly that. Yeah. It's exactly that. And sometimes they need to die to sometimes, really make it better. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they... Um, so yeah, out of Soil, we get System of a Down. And because uh, before, I think in Soil, Darren was playing bass. I think Shavo was actually their, their manager. Oh, really? And then they had Andy as their drummer, but uh, he would end up hurting his hand. He broke his hand or something, right? Yeah. He got in a fight. He punched, it was right here. It says uh, he punched a wall in a fight, broke his hand. And then uh, Domian was in John. I'm going to say John because it's easier than his last name, uh, which is crazy because he was supposed to play on the on the debut album and he just like all right swapped out swap out because <laughs> yeah he did all their demos with them they yeah. did demos like almost every year from like 95 to 97 so mm-hmm. um yeah they you know did get their chops in with those demos and playing in the la scene which is like crazy to me because like 
I thought the the hard rock scene in LA fucking blew when I yeah, you know yeah. started going to like local shows and stuff. So like the idea that System of Down was doing these like big like sold out shows, obviously in like a, a two hundred person yeah, yeah. venue, but for a local band, that's, that's fucking great. That's fucking great. Uh, according to Revolver magazine, as a fucking thing still around. Yes, uh, it is. Uh, they say uh, many labels passed on the band because they thought that an all Armenian band was just a novelty uh, and they wouldn't sell beyond the Armenian community. Uh, and then the, the, the quote was, who said, who says this? I think, yeah, it's uh, Darren says uh, the two or three years that we were selling out clubs and had a huge buzz in LA. Nobody wanted to sign us because we were Armenian. Uh, we were told there's a big Armenian community in LA, but who's going to get you in Germany and people with taste in music, perhaps. Maybe. Uh, also, like, yeah, it's not like, <laughs> like they're singing in English and they're playing heavy metal music. Like, yeah, it's that's like, all you need. They're like, not saying in every song, "Hey, check it out, I'm super Armenian." It's it, it, it doesn't make, and, and they don't even look like they don't dress like like a, it's not like a novelty thing. It's not like they're no. selling. That's the thing. It's just no. It's just like anyone else who like has their culture and they're proud of, and they sing about it sometimes. And I feel like even even if they had fake names that were just regular. Oh, non- they like whitewashed or, or, or something that the, those same labels would have found something else to not oh, sign they, them with. They always, yeah, yeah they always do. Um, uh, the also here, it says uh, the band almost signed with universal instead of with Rick Rubin <sighs> already like bullet dodged. Uh, it says, uh, American recordings, president Rick Rubin went to the Viper room to check out a gig. And he says, uh, it was the funniest show. I couldn't stop laughing. It was intense. Uh, he offered the band a contract, but the band were already planning to go with universal, but, um, then they went to Universal offices and Darren says, we realized they didn't have any rock acts. It was pretty much a hip hop R&B culture that they were building there. As soon as he walked out of that meeting, we said, you know, man, we should just go with Rick. He believes in us, man. And he's not following any trends. He's just going with his instinct. Always listen to Rick Rubin. Always listen to Rick Rubin. Yes. And like, that's pretty crazy that it like he's he like got it immediately from that one show. The dude gets it. That dude is fucking it's he's scary. I mean, I mean, it's they're probably like the last interesting band he like the thing is helped develop and for sure. But like he still does stuff that that resonates with the masses like crazy. Like, oh, for sure. And that's the thing. Like, I don't like it, but it's still hits harder than like everything else. Like, yeah. Even like the fucking Adele thing. Like, OK, I get it. I yeah. get it. Holy shit. It's not I don't like it, but it's, it's you know, he he nailed it. And yeah, I think he was like he did Adele, right? I'm not just fucking talking to my ass. I I haven't followed what he did, what he's done recently. It's this. Uh, what if I'm just made, I'm just made that up? I it wouldn't surprise me, dude. It works with a lot of different people. Oh uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So uh, uh, they originally called. They were originally named Victim of a Down from a poem that. Uh, that Darren wrote, Darren wrote, uh, but apparently uh, Shavo thought having system instead of victim in the name would be better. That's like that's the end of the explanation. I know there's no like it's <laughs> like why. I think it's the dumbest fucking backstory for a band I've ever heard in a while. I mean, I guess if the poem was like posted online and you knew what the poem was like, if it was like more fleshed out, yeah. But like, but then also changing like, the changing one word changes whatever you took from the poem, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. And then it's like, I can't even say that 
the only reason I think it sounds wrong is because I don't know the band as Victim of a Down. Yeah, yeah. And it only sounds wrong because it's like, no, I know you guys as well, I don't, System. I don't think System of a Down sounds good. I don't think it's a good band name. Like, it's a mouthful. I think it's like I think it's a spectacularly stupid band name. Honestly, like, uh, I mean, it works, but plenty of bad band names work. I fucking love Faith No More. I think it's a stupid fucking band name. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of things like that where they just they work, but. Hey man, it's not really good. <laughs> when you're in a world of Power Man 5000s, Mud Veins, and Mushroom Heads, that's pretty bad. It's pretty. Those are all pretty bad names. Pretty bad names. Yeah. Lipiski, great name. Great. No, great name. Kidding. It's very, very bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess that brings us into the the debut, which we've already I, talked a little bit about. But I did watch a uh, a Rick Rubin interview mm-hmm. where he said uh, our local rock station KROQ in LA here. They told Ruben they would never, <laughs> ever play System of a Down's music, which is the most laughable Hilarious. shit ever. Hilarious. Because there was a point, like, they are a KROQ band. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, they're yeah. so ingrained into that radio station that that's fucking insane they told him that it's hilarious also why would you why would you why would anyone tell rick rubin you don't know what you're talking you don't know yeah and it's not just rick rubin the people who worked on these records have the most unbelievable track record i've ever seen in music it's It's like insane it's insane i totally forgot he produced all their albums i forgot that was a thing Oh, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll get in. Yeah, so let's let's uh, let's let's kick it off. So we're obviously covering every album. Is not very many. Uh, technically five, even though the the final two is a it's meant to be a double album, but they were released separately because they didn't have faith in the attention span of the masses, which is a smart move. So it is five albums. But first one came out nineteen ninety eight. Last one, last two, two thousand five. So are we ready? I'm ready. Hell yeah! This is nineteen ninety eight. Self titled. What a crazy, like, harmonic guitar thing to turn into a riff. Yeah. I I told you that I I had no experience, obviously. Yeah. This song, I was sold. Nice. (laughs) Oh, I'm a fan of the band. Nice. (laughs) I mean, immediately sold. That's amazing. Yeah. I was worried you may have, like, dragged your feet. Yeah. No, no, I was in immediately. It just feels so fucking good, man. It's produced so immaculately. And it's weird. It is very weird. I love love a metal band who doesn't rely on generic vocals. And Surge is a maniac in all the funniest and right ways. Yes. Especially on this album. He's unhinged. And then here, oh. I know. So it's super new metal in the structure of it, but it's just, it's just better. God damn, this is rad. All right. 
We have plenty to talk about. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry, man. What? Best personal favorite. Whoa. Yeah. This Whoa. one. I think this is a fucking unbelievable album. I think. And there's so many. I told you I had a lot of mixed feelings. We're going to come to blows. At first, this was just going to be personal favorite. Yeah. Because I, I was like, I, I know what, what happens. I know why people like my get what mm-hmm. they do and how they evolve. They become a better band. Yes. By all accounts, a yes. better band. Collection of songs and choices mm-hmm. is why I can't deny this. And I, I will never deny this album. Um, I like this album a lot more than I thought I would going in. Because um, I just hadn't listened to it in a while i was gonna say i think the fact that i listened to system of down kind of opened me up to a band like strapping young lad oh yeah i figured it'd be like a gateway band for you where it's like yeah you can you can play this heavy stuff and you can be kind of funny yeah and then so you picking like even you picking the first album it's like it's still like strapping young lad to me and i i Strapping Lad's first album is still my fucking favorite. Yeah, like, yeah. it's they, it's the weird, crazy batshit stuff that that really fucking gets me. Mm-hmm. Because one, uh, and this is the thing that's going to cause a lot of a lot of disagreement. Uh, I think I think uh, like uh, Darren's layers and shit are like really fucking like he doesn't. There's nothing on here because this was like so stripped down. This is what the band was live for all yeah. these years. But later on, he goes crazy with overdubs and on these instruments, and it's fucking great. It sounds amazing. It's clearly the direction that needed to be to be gone in the choices of melodies especially with vocal harmonies make my skin crawl oh I, everything I, make i like, love them i see where everything is going before it starts they do everything it's so dramatic and emotional it's like oh god i want to blow my fucking brains out despite the fact that it's produced like a beast it's performed amazingly and it is really well done this has none of that <laughs> this is pure insanity search yeah. is the most charming and crazy on here because he's just throwing everything he's doing every style imaginable on here yeah uh no one's taking themselves seriously. Everyone's just losing their fucking minds. And it's soup. It's a, like I said before, stripped down. So it's purely the bass and guitar as playing just those two. off, playing off yeah. each other. Like you can hear every weird little thing Darren's doing mm-hmm. because the bass is the only thing carrying the rest of it. Yeah. It just feels so uh like pure, pure and raw and fucking angry. It's just I I think it's perfect. I think it is like an awesome debut album for sure. Like they grow and change, but it's not like a like a Pantera where it's like, oh man, that debut album is fucking rough. Oh no, that was bad. Yeah, like yeah. check out that episode from three years ago. <laughs> like yeah, they start on a high note, and in my opinion, only get better from here out. Um, and it's just like, man, what a what a crazy time to be alive that this album went gold, oh, like. Yeah. Because if System of Down came out right now, they they would not. The world does not appreciate or would not appreciate. Um, unfortunately, uh, it's it's pretty pretty heartbreaking how much timing has to do with stuff. But uh, I don't even think like like I, I mean I, I go back and forth because at first I was like lukewarm on uh, Devil or the Devil. Uh, oh, I, I but. I love those like big chunky riffs. No, I, I love it. No, like I, at first I was like, all right, this is a dip. And then second, listen, I was like, this isn't a dip at all. This is fucking great. And then the second listen, which I didn't, I on first, listen, I didn't think darts was a dip. And on second, listen, I did think it was a dip. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, the only song I don't care for that much is darts. 
uh but it's still it's still fine uh everything is so fuck i mean god damn there's just where, where i don't even know where to start there's so much fucking wild shit on here um <laughs> I'll, I'll start with spiders because okay i f- i forgot how good that song was yeah. and i think that's a very specific style system of a down does and to me they always have like one one song on an album where i'm like that's the spider song and it's always among my favorites i think i think they have a lot of them later on 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 each album like and it's it just like makes me appreciate darren more like he can write these big heavy brutal riffs but like the melancholy uh, the pretty parts are equally equally as good spiders is the first of those ballad-esque you know slower more minimal stuff uh very moody and the, that deep ass bass is great uh, and that's like the only maybe not the only one but that's one of the few moments on the album where where surge goes you know the the, the, the oh! <laughs> he, <laughs> he goes yeah. full singing and I, I mean i don't i don't really love that style but again it's, it's the, the good outweighs the bad for me uh and also a thing that i that i love about this album that that gets more dilute not diluted what's the opposite it gets more like simplified uh, condensed okay condensed yeah. condensed or simplified where the the eventually they start going in a loud quiet loud direction in mm-hmm. a way that is extremely predictable the, by the end like every song is going to be loud quiet loud and you know how it's going to happen here not very much okay everything here is so short that like the first real quiet thing is the song spiders like before mm-hmm. that you get this weird circus of fucking prog rock or prog metal or something because i i remember i mean sugar is like one of the biggest songs that came out at the time and i couldn't appreciate it until hearing in the context of the album that's that's why we do this podcast because as i've gotten older i'm the same way whenever someone's like oh check out this song i'm like no i need an album because if i hear a bad like it's not to me, it's not reflective of the band. I need like an album to yeah. judge them by. It changes things and also changes what the song is from what came before and what comes after. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, that's how I feel about a lot of famous songs. Like fucking, I mean, you hate Jane Says from Jane's Addiction. Oh, yeah. But in the context of, the, of that album, it I, works for I love it. Yeah. I don't like it on its own. It's just a, it's a weird thing. That, <laughs> check out that episode. Uh, but what, what else? I mean, every fucking song here, uh, dude, like, you know, was fucking solid. That section had was it two two fifteen? That the whole song really does that, but it's just so hiccupy and choppy, yeah. but tight as like so tight, so yeah. tight. Although I will say, uh, I I have seen a few live performances where they they do get kind of sloppy. Ah, uh, do they? But I the one like videos of them being, but I when I saw them live, they were real tight. So uh, okay, okay, okay. Um. You bought up circuit, uh, circus like vibe. Fucking peephole is peephole. It's fucking Russian circus music. I, I don't know. Wh- well, Holy God, dude. And yeah, this is the like, I think that's like the Armenian music yeah, background. Yeah. Like no one, no one could, or like other metal guitar players couldn't write these riffs darren does it wouldn't occur to them it, no. would ne- it couldn't occur to them no he's like an alien in some way <laughs> not just because he dresses the way he does and he is he bugs his eyes out but I, it's just so kooky i don't know, even it's, i can't you can't hate something that fucking weird i mean you can if you're i guess but uh and plus it has some really good arpeggiated riffs in that one but uh what is it mind 
I mean, god damn, I, dude. That's like that's what made me. I was like, I can't deny a fucking album. God that's damn. one of my favorite songs on the, on this album. Too good. Like, fucking love it. Yeah, it's a it's a really interesting debut album, especially these days in the context of modern music. It's so wacky, and any kind of hesitation I had with Serge being just a wild frontman. All laid to rest with just this one album. Like, yeah. oh, he's so fun. Yeah. Oh, I fucking love it. God you, damn. You know what I realized recently? Because um, they're on some like comment section is people do not like. I should save it, but I'm just going to throw it out there and then I'll come back to it. People do not like Darren's vocals. I hate him. Yeah. You're one of those, yeah, you're one of those people. people. Yeah. I, 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 I don't think he's a bad singer. I just hate his style and hate what he does almost, almost entirely. <laughs> almost entirely. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm a surge man through and through. <laughs> we might, yeah, we might come to blows. <laughs> sure. Oh man. I, this, I mean, single-handedly turned me into a van within minutes, less than minutes, moments. Uh, I have so many mixed feelings about that. Like, I'm glad you're on board. Oh but yeah. And like. Oh man! It's a fucking album that makes yeah. you want to eat someone's face, dude. It's fucking it. It nails exactly what it what it is. It does it with no fat on it, and it's just so goddamn. Every song is so unique. Everything is so individual. You every, I, no dull moment. I don't know what their stance is on doing cocaine. I know they sing about cocaine oh, a lot. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is a very like cocaine driven. <laughs> At least just cocaine. There's so Minimum. many. Th- there's yeah. so many things on here. Uh, I, I think that's another reason sugar kind of caught on because they have the line about mushroom people. So druggies were like, oh, what's uh, what's this? I don't I couldn't even make out a lot of the lyrics just because of that. Yeah, it's a very fun song. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I just know the lyrics because I've been yeah, listening yeah. to them. Ah, shit. Anyway, Forever. my best and personal favorite, probably not that uh, common of an opinion given the rest of the albums, but fuck y'all. Who cares? Let's move on. Hell yeah. To a big old... Oh. You know what? Before we move on. Okay. Just what kidding. You, just yeah. kidding. We're moving on first. I'll read this later. Okay. Big, biggest, one of the biggest albums, biggest rock albums of the 2000s, if not the biggest. <laughs> I would say the... Possibly, the biggest. Yeah, it's yes. probably the biggest. Uh, yeah, I mean, here we go. Uh, this is uh, 2001's Toxicity. That stop and start is like that goddamn. They're real good at that. Real good. Because, yeah, sometimes even if I'm like tapping along, it's hard for me to like. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of nod cues to like when to. Yeah. At least live, that's for sure. Also, I love the idea that someone like. Heard Chop Suey, which on the surface is silly, and then they just like blast it over the head with this. So good, so fucking good. Are you ready? <laughs> I don't mind him on the song, honestly. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's later on where he starts to bother me. Yeah, his little weirdness in between is actually kind of cool. For your makeup, 
I will, I will say, like, if you have that background of being familiar with death metal or black metal, like, you can tell, at minimum, Darren listened to it. Oh, yeah. I don't know about the other guys, but, like, even... Darren's a man of metal. He's a man of metal. Oh, shit. All right. That song is a fucking hell of an opener. Without, it goes without saying. Hell, yeah. I I don't have any picks. Oh, I can't believe it. I can. I'm relieved because uh, I think it's a very fucking good album. Very fucking good album. But I I didn't think it was like, it's not flawless. That's for sure. And I was like, I get it. But there's so much, there's so much in here I have problems with, even though I do think it's pretty, pretty fucking great. Yeah. um, Yeah. I think this was this kind of the, like uh, a lightning in the bottle moment um where you know they got gigs on Ozfest they were opening up for Metallica and Slayer yeah. and i remember when they tried to put i think it was before the album came out they tried to put on a free show and i re- i think i was like trying to watch the simpsons or something and then they went to like breaking news in downtown LA like music fans start a riot and i was like trying to figure out what band uh-huh. it was i was like Oh shit! It's System of a Down. Oh and like, shit! And like, yeah, because it, I think it was only supposed to be for like three thousand fans, and like uh, ten thousand showed up. Oh, that's a problem. <laughs> that is, and then for whatever reason, they didn't tell anyone. Like, hey, too many people showed up. We can't play. They just left everybody waiting. Yeah. I don't know exactly what why that wasn't told but that's what caused the riot because people were you know they camped out overnight they were like free system of a down show and then nothing and then yeah that's that'll that'll raise some hell dude but yeah i think it was just like they got some momentum and then for whatever reason chop suey just fucking like lit the world on fire Chop Suey, their most famous song. They have a few of like the biggest songs ever, but I think that's top famous. Yes, that's one of the few um, YouTube videos that or metal ones to hit one billion views. That's insane. Guess what? Never seen it. <laughs> it's, it's not even. Like, I don't watch music videos. Though. Yeah, it's not even like uh, like anything overtly cool. I think it was just like. Uh, it's like filmed in a parking lot and I think it's like a hotel and they filled up fans. So there's like fans on every level, like watching the band perform in this parking mm-hmm. lot. And then they're like eating chop suey with their fans. That's pretty fun. And there's some like cool effects with them moving fast and slow. But it, it, yeah, I think is this for whatever reason that song caught on and yeah. like blew up so much so that because this was so huge, their previous album was only gold. Previous album went platinum sure did. because this one. Hell yeah, it did. Uh, so, okay. Since we brought up Chop Suey, which is the, the most famous thing on this. I mean, there's three famous big giant songs on this record, but yeah. that's the main one. I can appreciate that it is a great song. Yeah. Boy, is that a hallmark example of what I don't like about this band. <laughs> the fucking melodramatic... Forsaken me. Why have you I don't forsaken me? Like it just takes itself so seriously, and it fucking drives me crazy. And not I, only, I, not I, only just the taking itself seriously that drives me crazy. It's like I know where these melodies are going. I know exactly where this song is going. Oh my god! Like the I, the fucking harsh parts are 
fucking awesome. Yeah. Everything else is awesome. It's just the fucking, the quiet and the fuck. It's just so dramatic. I, I, I love it. And I don't think they ever, I don't know. I don't think they ever take themselves too seriously. To me, when things like that happen, it's just like, they're just that good. Oh, I feel the opposite. It. it feels if it it, do, it feels like I mean to me because like, like, only because I'm I I can spot where these melodies are going. It's not like they're the most like holy shit. I didn't think they would do that. They do that only with their crazy shit for me. Mm-hmm. It's more like God damn, it's a weird sound. I never thought would I would, I would hear. But with with the fucking melodic stuff, like I know exactly where you're going right from the fucking beginning. I think if it's a bad song, that's more annoying. But like. That's why I, I that's why I'm conflicted because yeah. they're not bad songs. Yeah, I don't think they really even have too many bad songs. There are very few songs where I'm like, fuck that song. Because even even the ones I'm like, oh god, that's making me cringe hard. It, even in that song, there's some shit I'm like, all right, that's pretty bad. That's pretty great. God damn it. Um uh, let's talk a little bit a little bit about some guitar stuff. Because uh Darren is a wild man in guitar, and I find him to be a very fascinating guitar player. And this is the most underwhelming quote of his. <laughs> Period. Because they asked him about <clears throat> about his range of guitar sounds, and he says, "I gotta give give some credit to Shavo. If Shavo was a type of bass player that was going off and doing a solo of his own, then what we're talking about wouldn't exist. He's playing something solid underneath. So if I want to do something that's not all riffed out, I have a pretty heavy bottom down there to rely on, which explains nothing. No, <laughs> explains, no like yeah. yeah, we he's playing bass. We know that. Yeah. Like, like what else? What else? Uh, this made me. Uh, I found it to be interesting. Uh, and I think it's like a great comparison where he says, uh, he says people say to him or have said to him, you guys sound like the dead candies mixed with the talking heads meets corn meets faith. No more. Uh, that feels perfect. That feels like, like kind of a yeah. lot of it. Yeah. I've also seen like people throw around Zappa. Uh, I guess just for the tendencies that, you know, they're not scared to be goofy. Yeah. Oh, uh, man, but they're not, like, ridiculous the way Zappa was. That was ridiculous. I love Zappa. He's I mean, ridiculous. There is one song I never knew what it was about, and while doing research for this, I found out what it was about, and I thought it was fucking hilarious. Wildman. Wildman. Yeah. God yeah. damn it. I can't wait to get to it. Um. Uh. So, what? I mean... Okay, no, keep 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 talking, keep talking. There's so much, there's just too much to fucking say. I don't even know where to start. That's why. Um, I guess going back to guitar, like Deer Dance is a song that's not a hit that I think absolutely stands out on here. Um, I don't love the riffs in there, but the presentation is so fucking incredible. It's like again, where I can't even, I, I get why I don't like these things, but they do it so much better than anybody has done these things that I find to be cringy. That it's a goddamn, it's just. All right, I get it. Uh, we were talking about like Coke Energy earlier. Fucking Jet Pilot. That is so so goddamn metal. Yeah, and then bam, Middle Eastern reggaeton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I man, it, it it's a fucking wild album. Very cool. Um, I think the song Forest is. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I kind of view Forest and ATWA as like almost one song. They kind of work as a one-two punch for me but um man forest is like this that great blending of like 
Like if someone said metal and Armenian music and you didn't hear some of it down, like forest. It's, it has nails it. some of the most abrasive and ugly progressions. It's like, I think it's at first I was like, this is one of the most hideous songs. Uh, I didn't really like it that much, uh, but it won me over. Eventually won me over. <laughs> I, I like it. And then like, I like the way it kind of bleeds over to ATWA. I do like that one quite a bit. And then that yeah. one has like the big triumphant oh riffs. sure does. yeah, sure. Very yeah so uh let's see oh so another one of my favorites maybe period of the band is needles and apparently they almost broke up over needles over one lyric in needles so according to surge he says originally the chorus was pull the tapeworm out of my ass darren and shavo didn't like my ass they were like no 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 it doesn't sound cool. That sounds bad. That sounds vulnerable or whatever it was. <laughs> uh, whatever word you want to use as an adjective. Uh, uh, I'm like, what I'm trying to say is philosophical. Take this negative, neg- take this negativity out of me. And then uh, Rick Rubin comments and he says, I felt like it seemed like the band could have broke up over the lyric. <laughs> it was so extreme, but he speaks to the passion of the band. There's real passion in that. That's amazing. Uh, the fact that a lyric an insignificant one word, an arguably comical, comical line is enough to potentially break up a band or discard a great song. That was another possibility. Uh, Tonkin, uh, Tonkin con- continues. And all I had to do was change it to your. Pull the tapeworm out of your ass. Yeah. I became your. And then in the middle part where I'm singing nicely, pull the tapeworm out of me. They were okay with that. You probably thought... These guys are fucking nuts. I think it's the me- I think it's the, the metal attitude versus the non-metal attitude as well. For me, I like to sh- I like showing vulnerability vulnerability in our music, but the metal attitude attitude is no way, dude. No, no way, dude. We're metal, dude. Yeah. I think that's what what it was more than anything else. Sounds like a bunch of bitch shit to me, dude. You're fucking take it out of my ass, dude. It's okay. It's cool, dude. It's just a fucking word. I'm gonna guess it was Shavo and John. Who uh, really? I mean, it was. You said Darren. Oh, re- Darren, oh yeah, it was Darren, Darren, Darren Shabo. Never mind, Darren wow. Shabo. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I wasn't gonna talk talk about or bring this up, but yeah, I remember listening to the album, and my mom overheard it, and she's like, "What the fuck are you listening to?" Oh. And she like went through the CD booklet. Oh and I, no! And I think she like she got it though. Uh-huh. Not really, but she understood that it was like supposed to be funny like yeah. once she like saw the uh-huh. lyrics yeah so. that, was, that is not the reaction my mother would have had and did not have with all of the music i listened to it was yeah. a very different response the the music i couldn't listen to in hindsight was really random and didn't make sense but it got to a point where i had too many cds she couldn't keep track so oh I yeah if that eventually does happen yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or the, the second that i can I can get them myself without her you know, being yeah. around. Uh, good luck. But so what else is on here? I mean, so the, the biggest shift is the addition of, of overdubs and the, I guess the, the, the layering of more melodic stuff in general, which is done really well. Mm-hmm. And anything produced by Rick Rubin is usually feels fucking amazing. But the thing that I, I didn't mention on the first time, which I, I fucked up, but uh, I will mention here is goddamn Andy Wallace who mixed at, at least the first album. I'm imagining many of them. I'm going to find out in like mm-hmm. three seconds if he did this. I, mean, I think he did all of them, but just to be this super safe here. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yep. He did. The, he mixed this one. I'm assuming he did mo- uh, all of them. He probably did this Andy one. Wallace has the most batshit, mind-blowing track. Do you know this guy? No, I don't. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna click on his Wikipedia. All right, and we're we're gonna go he, on the screening together. He's an he's either an engineer or a mixer or both. Yes, and the, when I say the most of the greatest albums of all time in one list, yeah, we're gonna let's just let's go on this journey together. This is Andy Wallace. All right. Run DMC, Raising Hell, Slayer, Rain and Blood, The Cult, Electric, Slayer, South of Heaven. Uh, this is, I'm just naming the ones that I know and love. Slayer, Season of the Abyss, Sepultura, Arise, Fear of God, Within the Veil, Nevermind, Nervana, Rowan's Band, Innocence, L7, Bricks Are Heavy, White Zombie, Last Sex, Six, Last Sex or Sisto, Sonic Youth Dirty, Helmet, Meantime, Raging Machine, Self-Titled, Nirvana, uh, uh, Home Owning, which is a, it's a EP, Screaming Trees, uh, More Sepultura, Bad Religion, Helmet, Jeff Buckley, Grace, Shutter to Holy Think, Faith No More, shit. Rancid, fucking more Sepult- a lot of Sepultura Nirvana, by the way. Rush, <laughs> Silver Chair, The Misfits, Limp Bizkit, Soulfly, Fish. I don't give a fuck about Fish. Uh, Foo Fighters, uh, Disturbed, Seven Dust, Mudvayne. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of new metal, to be, to be completely honest. Hey, uh, at the Drive-In, yeah. uh, Linkin Park, obviously System, System of Down. Uh, Slipknot. A lot, lot of new metal. Corn, uh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh look! Perfect Circle, um, Avenged Sevenfold, Rise Against, uh, Some Forty. I mean, I hate a lot of these bands, but goddamn, this is insane. Um, still it's, going. it's still going. X Gojira. Oh, no, sorry, that's not X. Go- Ghost, yeah. Ghost Gojira, fucking Fortitude, which was on my best of twenty twenty one list last year. Um, goddamn, brother. The motherfucker. I mean, there's so much that we- Guns and Roses. Oh, he's trying democracy. Never mind. He's sc- ax him. Ax him. He's done. Doesn't uh, <laughs> count. <laughs> and then like. Holy shit, this list is insane. But like so many of my favorite albums of all time are on this list. Yeah. It's wild. God damn. Just like Grace alone would be enough for Hall of Fame. Dude, Grace and then Arise by Sepultura? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Oh, that's some that's some range, man. God damn. Um, going back to this one, yeah. I guess we'll talk about the other two big songs. I feel like sometimes we've covered title tracks that are like perplexing and we're like why did you name your entire album after yeah. this this one 100 percent makes sense oh, no. yeah 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 uh that video's cool i that's a cool video i'll take your word for it uh at the end when he has the elongated like screen yeah th- oh man oh really Ooh, hits you there doesn't it hits it's you? it's cool and then like i think the video kind of hammers it home because it starts with Surge and then it like zooms out the entire time he's like screaming. Oh, okay. <laughs> so like if you didn't feel it or hear it, you get like the visual. Uh, uh, um, yeah. This motherfucker's passionate. Motherfucker wailing. That song, uh, I'm sorry with the world. I don't like it. I get uh, I get that it's a great song. I understand yeah. that. I yeah. understand that. It's just it, what it is, it is I feel like an insanely generic riff played the best it could ever be possibly played like but there's so much like there's a lot of great stuff going on in there like at and, the and end, especially, especially the fucking mellow parts are fucking amazing i was gonna say the end when they do like the bomb bomb like the and then like the big like polka part but it's like metal there was and saying it's a great song yeah it, and this is my problem with the band in general it's, it's the fucking writing it's the actual riffs themselves like if the if they weren't such brilliant arrangers and like uh, not just arranging, but just like the structures, like this to play this riff, but let's do with this weird, crazy little drum fill in the beginning, of it, and it's gonna have this giant gap in the middle, and then that's the that's the whole riff. If they weren't so fucking good at that weird shit, I don't, I wouldn't like them. But they are, 
So now I'm just conflicted. Like you're you're playing riffs I don't like in a way that I love. Mm. And that's what that song is. Riffs I don't like in a way that I love. And then my favorite single, and it's the spider song, is Ariel's. Ariel's. That's one hell of a song, man. Ooh, it's fucking good. It's so good. Parts of it are dramatic and annoying for me, but at the at the end, man, like they're just, it's just it's fucking well done. And even even I, I find the, the melodrama to be cringy. Some of these shits are just really well written. Mm-hmm. This, what is the opposite of what I said a second ago? Mm-hmm. Some of them are genuinely like, all right, I'm not, it's it's fucking rad. Uh, and the quiet section is fucking rule. Yeah. And then yeah, for the outro, I believe they oh, brought right. in uh, Armenian. Does he play flute? I forget what instrument. Yeah, plays, isn't it, the name after him, right? Arto. Yeah. Arto. Arto. Um, um, Arto. I'm not gonna try to not doing that last name. I'm not trying it. Uh, it has. Uh, things below the letters. They didn't that even I, credit with the man. It just says music. Yeah, but, ad- um, additional vocals, music. Yeah, uh, I, I like that for a closer. Just like it's like a secret track, isn't it? I believe it, on the CD, uh, it's a secret track. But yeah, just a nice little. Yeah, it's like a world palette cleanser. Yeah, more world music than anything. It's. Uh, I think when uh, in the press time of this, that was a stupid word. That during press when this album came out, they were really proud that there was there were no guitars on it. Yeah, like we did a song with no guitars. Like, yeah. check it out, dude. Uh, and I think I forget which member it was, uh, but I think it's their mom. Whenever she hear, hears it, she oh, cries. I think it's Darren's. Is it Darren? Darren's. Oh, mom. that's sweet. Um, it's very pretty. It's it's a nice little closer. But, uh, yeah, like I think what what kept it this from being best for me is just some certain moments in songs just like felt like dips, whereas. I mean, obviously the first album was no dips and then albums later on were like, there's no dips. Mm -hmm. I can't just, I can't in my soul give something that has moments where I notice it best when it's only when other albums, I I don't have that feeling with. I kind of get what you're saying because I think some of the more, (laughs) the more wacky stuff like jet pilot or Pogo, when you have that with the, the like title track and aerials, it is this like, juxtaposition but for and it is kind of jarring but to me it's just like i don't know it's just like a crazy meal that works even though it shouldn't i, I do love the, the fucking unexpected crazy shit like like bounce comes in with a, a machine gun of a riff I oh mean, dude it's that, so cool and isn't it about fucking group sex and they put it in like a kid's movie is i'm pretty sure that oh i don't know if they put it in a kid's no movie. like they did that'd be fuck that's I, fucking hilarious I, I i'm gonna pull it up right here but make your point and then uh so i can pull it I have some time to pull it. i don't even remember what point i was going to make but uh God damn. There it is. It was a secret life of pets. Holy Bounce shit. Bounce was in it. And I mean, because the, 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 the lyrics are unannounced Twister games, all players with no names. They lined up double quick, but just, just one, one pogo stick. stick. And they didn't put, they didn't fucking put two and two together. They just yeah. put in a kid's movie, which is fucking so brutal. No, they either didn't vent the song or it's like, I bet you we can't do this. Let's see if it'll get past. Like, it'll, uh, yeah, I mean, get, get past cer- the censors. Certainly worked. Uh, that song fucking rules. And then, uh, uh, there's one more I wanted to mention. Uh, it doesn't matter. We've we've already fucking acknowledged this is is a fucking juggernaut of an album. Yes. Uh, but I felt about this one, which uh, the same way I feel about another massive album from a band that we haven't covered, which is uh, "Songs for the Deaf" from Queens of Stone Age, mm-hmm. where it's like 
I get how this is like could be considered a perfect album, but I I noticed the dips. I noticed mm. the dips were like, Eesh. and even and I feel like other albums are like, oh, I don't notice any dips here. No dips here, baby. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't think it's perfect album. I think it's just like right time, right moment. Yeah, fucking boom, 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 and never, never again. Hard rock kind of died after they were like kind of one of the last. They they just made the they just uh, made the, the cut. Yeah, it was sheesh. It was real close. So this next album has a fascinating backstory. Uh, it's a fucking bummer of a backstory, and it kind of drives me crazy. Uh, so this is according to Loudwire. It says barely six months after Toxicity's release, over a dozen new songs, demos essentially, were being liberally bandied across cyberspace to the delight of fans. Simply happy to hear more SOAD. The band's consternation over unfinished cuts informally referred to as Toxicity 2. So, System of a Down, to their credit, made the best of a bad situation by hastily polishing off most of the tracks in question and preparing an official release for the holiday shopping season, which they wrapped in a Spartan package inspired by all those home-burned CDRs made and then ironically named the disc Steal This Album in reference to political activist Abby Hoffman, which was Steal This Book. Uh... So they were forced to release these songs. Yes. Didn't really intend to. And uh, it's infuriating that they were, but it's cool that they did that. But anyway, we'll, we're going to talk all about it. This came out the following year. This is 2002's Steal This Album. <laughs> Man, the way it fucking that sounds, I'm like, is it fucking skipping? That's what I thought, too. Oh, wait, it's not a CD. Yeah. yeah. I think this is their weakest opener in all of their albums. <laughs> By far. I, I agree. It's... I think like also having lived through that and like being one of those people who downloaded the songs kind of hurts this album. Yeah. Because it wasn't like this new thing you're experiencing. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To no fault of the band, but yeah. yeah. Um, also, I I don't think this is a bad album, but it, I think this is my worst least favorite. I and here's here's what I'm gonna do right now. Yeah, I gotta change my opinion on the spot, or not my my yeah. pick on the spot, because I've been darting back and forth, and I have I'll go worst because oh, we're we're still gonna come to blows. We are we are process of elimination. We are gonna come to blows, but. I, I don't dislike this album at all. I I don't dislike it, but it does it does feel like a like consolation prize. It feels like a watered down toxicity. It, 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 and it's what it, it's what it is. It's it's songs that they didn't put on that album because they weren't as good. For some reason, this is who likes this. Uh, Serge and John like this album a lot for whatever reason. I think it's a good album. I think it's good. I don't think it's fucking amazing, but I think it's, I don't think there's very much wrong with it. That, Cause yeah, they insist they're not B sides. Like I believe it was, these were recorded with toxicity. They just yeah. felt like they didn't fit the album. So maybe they were going to rework them and do something else. Yeah. I think the leaks kind of forced their hand. Exactly. 
So it was um, like they recorded like 30 something, almost 40 songs for Texas City. And they whittled all of that down to what, 14 or whatever? Yeah. And there's still some really good songs on here. Great songs on here. Uh, also, the opener, I never realized that's a reference to uh, uh, Lakers announcers and former Laker uh, Chick Kurt, who's not a former Laker, and uh, Stu, I forget his last name, but. Um, Chicken stew. I was like, oh, duh. I thought it was just they were following a pattern of naming songs after food. Uh, well, there's that. But then they also get like the little Lakers. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I know from Glendale. Little Lakers thing in there. Um, but the song that I like really like right off Intervision is just. Oh, Intervision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one, I didn't like it at first. I was like, these riffs are getting more generic. And then second lesson, I was like, yeah, it's, it's solid. It feels it's good. a good song. Yeah. I could see like that one fitting alongside Toxicity. There's a lot of songs here that I, I like just as much, if not more. Uh, fucking, I, was, was it uh, Boom? Which is, has an almost Halloween-esque guitar line. Yeah. Uh, it's a very slasher movie kind of feel to it with, with, with a dance beat. And mm-hmm. then the spoken lyrics, sorry, spoken word lyrics over it. It's fucking cool. Very cool. Yeah. I feel like also there are songs on here like Boom and Fuck the System where maybe they feel more like lyrically driven like, oh, you know, we're going to have these these songs that with that like fans can like chant back live. Uh huh. I don't know if that's what the intent is, but that's kind of what it feels like to me. Like, so. so- I know. I mean, I don't really pay attention to to the, the lyrics that much in general. I find them. I mean, the bits I hear, it's either funny or like, all right, you're being, you know, it's very political. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, take it how you will. But I can't forgive a song being called "fuck the system." It's just too fucking cringy. Like, I mean, are you 14? I mean, holy shit! And, but the song is great. Yeah, it's what I hate. Like, oh, all right, it's still good. God damn it! It's I mean, fucking cringy though. It's it's funny that how like that that main course is very like singable. But oh man, those verses are like so fast great and it's still great there's a, i mean there's so many fucking good songs and and the stuff that keeps it really wild and interesting is uh, what i-e-a-i-a-i-o i'm sorry but I, what the fuck <laughs> in I, terms of a song title but the song itself spask and weird as shit i yeah i love that that's one of the stronger songs it's this frantic guitar playing you have like like chant like the main verse is like very chanty yeah, yeah. um it just it just pops so I, I I noted something. I gave. I wrote down a timestamp, and what I wrote down was confirmed in a later interview that I read with I think John, who literally said, "Oh, I was listening to the Night Rider." I, I saw. It made me think of Night Rider because he saw a thing with David ha- David Hasselhoff. And I was like, yeah. "That's just the Night Rider theme." <laughs> all right, two oh nine. All right, sorry, I peeked over at your notes. Oh yeah. It's just the night ride. Cool. It's yeah. fucking rad, though. Yeah. I'm surprised this song was a single for some reason. Was it a single? Holy shit. It was, yeah. Solid. Love that. Love that. Because I, I like that one better than Boom, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, there's a lot of good shit on here. And then Bubbles is another great example example of something that, that this, this album does a whole lot of, which is uh, being fucking carried by Darian. By da- I keep saying Darian. I know someone whose brother's <laughs> name is Darian. So like, yeah. Darren. Uh, he fucking carries this album. Like he's doing so many amazing, weird little things. And this, some of, a lot of these songs, like Bubbles is a, is a perfect example of a song that I don't think is that well-written, but I love simply because of all the shit that he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
<clears throat> I like his ugly vocals on pictures. Um. Hmm. <laughs> well, you know, I don't. I don't remember I, it pissing me off. Yeah. I don't remember pissing me off because I didn't even but, notice. You know what? I think I actually did like it. I yeah. think I did like his vocals in that song. Um, and then Mr. Jack, I feel like is kind of like that's based on one of their earlier demos, PIG, where like it's inspired by Sabbath. I don't know if it is, but to me, like, you know, when Sabbath plays like kind of the, the more like melodic, pretty things, I can hear that uh-huh. in Mr. Jack. Uh, where other bands just take like the chugging stuff from Sabbath. Uh, ADD and Mr. Jack are my two least favorite songs on here, along with Theta Waves. But I, I, at least Theta Waves is like Theta Waves. Is, it feels like more like stock generic uh, system at this point, where it's like it's not bad. It's just exactly what they do. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other two, I mean, goddamn, there's so more cringy dramatic parts, and I, I was like, oh god, I, I get it. Especially Mr. Jack, where like I get yeah. people like I get, understand that, but I just don't find it to be interesting, and I, I'm getting more increasingly annoyed by like the dramatic vocals. You're crazy. Um, uh, I can't. I can't help how my soul feels. The streamline is like a banger, very appropriate to be on the Scorpion King soundtrack. Oh um, right, I forgot. Yeah, I forget about that. But something that they do on that song and ADD is like I can hear some orchestral stuff in the background, and to me, it's more frustrating that it's not prevalent. Like, why is it even on there? Oh, uh, it, it feels like they didn't have not confident, but they didn't really like take that plunge yet yeah yeah they weren't there yet and then their hand was kind of forced so i get it but um yeah i think yeah songs like streamline and um some other things that i had you know illegally downloaded at the time yeah yeah. um kind of made this just feel like what the album is I, i knew this would be worst when i first heard it because like even though i enjoyed it i just felt like oh they're not doing anything new because they what they, they could did there was nothing no new. time like with these songs there was no like they did it at the same fucking time there was no progression because it was at the same fucking time and also uh it just just the 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 simple like circumstance of it like uh this was more of like a, a logistic kind of thing mm-hmm. uh than it was like a real effort it's it's a, yeah it's in a weird place where it's they're like it's not a b-side compilation thing but it kind of is but uh, yeah it's just it's in a weird place i mean for it, sure it was recorded raw yeah so it's te- it is absolutely an original canon album it's just uh with an unfortunate uh you know timing i guess uh but it wasn't um i think it was between that one and this one uh that that darren signed satiricon to eat your music hell yeah and yeah apparently he you're right yeah he loves some fucking blackmail yeah good, good shit good shit uh and then he released their uh their album volcano um in 2002 uh and then uh the same same eat your music also released uh death before music by amen which yes. is apparently a band that we need to check out according to our our, our boy tom i don't know if i've talked about um amen uh on the main pod or like on a bonus episode mm-hmm. but i've gone on record of saying the drummer for god's smack oh that's right fucking amazing yeah and he used to be an amen Ooh. but god smack came calling and he's like 
I'm in a studio apartment yeah, with the wife and kid. Yeah, them them checks came calling is what happened. Also, they inspired um, the drummer from Lamb of God to start playing drums. Holy shit. Oh, I think he was a guitar player before, and then he saw that uh, the guy who's in Godsmack now when he was in Amen, he saw him drumming, and he's like, I'm switching. Holy shit. Well, I mean, uh, similar, uh, you know, parallel. Uh, Darren originally wanted to be a drummer, but his parents would just refused to buy him a drum set. They're like, yeah. you can play, you play guitar. You can play guitar. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll settle there. <laughs> so it's a little bit of the opposite. Uh, and then the last thing uh, that they, uh, that music release was um, seven inch by scars on Broadway, but that's about it. They didn't do much. Mm -hmm. um, any other releases than, than that. Uh, but now we have uh, the next big couple. I, I think we should talk about them separately just because they are separate. But sure. without, without much gonna, of a scat, without much space in between. Yeah. Uh, because this was intended to be a double album. Like I, like I said earlier, it was deliberately spaced out because of the lack of faith in the masses <laughs> to, to digest a double album. Which I got a lot of thoughts and feelings on. It. So we're going to talk about them as separate albums. Yeah. But in my heart and soul, this is one. This is one album. I mean, so did you did you hear them separately or did you hear them? all at once well yeah i heard them separately because i was listening to them in real, real time. time okay but once the second one came out i didn't i couldn't like separate them and also it's very obvious with something they do why it's one album to me but we'll we'll talk about that in details when we get there and uh like i was telling you last week when you when i don't know how the vinyls are but when you bought the cd the first one had like something where you could like insert a piece of cardboard or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that was when you bought the second one, you could insert it and keep them as one album. That's very cool. That's very smart. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, you could view it as, oh, well, double albums always cost like an arm and a leg. This way, it's kind of like you're getting double album on layaway. Yeah. But yeah. Fair enough. Whatever. Uh, and, and there's a lot of backstory to making this album things change in the band dynamic wise things it's basically darren's band at this point mm -hmm. and uh it's interesting there's a different band not completely different it's still system but big big changes big stuff big stuff and here is time baby here we go so this is the first of the two this is uh 2005's mesmerize <laughs> Is one hell of an intro. I mean, I heard the single, and then hearing this, I'm like, no system album opens like this. None. This, like, I knew it was going to be special. To the well, not like. I knew I was gonna like it. I didn't know how much I was gonna like it. Yeah, that is a extremely well written guitar riff. I don't love those vocal harmonies, I but I appreciate them and, and how they, they go together. I love the back and forth way more. Like, I think they're this more interesting when you have the, the two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah but apparently Darren I'm answers. in the minority, so whatever. I like what they're doing. I find Darren's voice specifically just to be grating. Not that they don't enjoy his choices or what, like how they're playing off each other. And you've all heard this shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, almost punky. I know. Even though it's a huge song that was everywhere, I, I'm still not tired of it. I have problems with the song. Not that. I love that. And I love this. The song softs. There's only one aspect of the song that I hate. Is it the dance parts? No. Good. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. This is great. And Surge is so fucking theatrical. So fun. Oh, I love this. I love Surge on this part so much. <laughs> love it. This. I hate the vocals here so much. This is the dance part. I mean, yeah, I guess it is. The vocals here just make my fucking ears bleed. I don't. And then everything else I adore. Yeah. When I heard this, I was like, oh, fuck. They're throwing disco and it's amazing. <laughs> In a weird prog metal disco, yeah. God damn, this is a very fucking cool song. All right. We're going to hear the whole, It's not a long song. We'll hear the whole fucking thing. Yeah. God damn. Say it. This one and the other one, best personal favorite. You're giving, you're giving for two. Yeah, because in, in your heart. It's one it. album. It's I, mesmerized, hypnotized. I get, I get you. I, oh, man. It's just, so to me, when this, and, and in real time, I'm like, I, I don't know if I'm going to keep listening to System of Down. I don't think it's bad. They just kind of seem like a novelty band. And even though a lot of the novelties are still there, I just think the world of the songwriting on here like i think they, i agree with you all, like beat for beat yeah for mesmerize <laughs> for mesmerize i'm I, like yep i'm right with you buddy yeah. this is a fucking fantastic there's nothing wrong with this album every song rules uh and it w- w- reason i was so close this was basically best and i ended up just changing around my mind only because of there's so much melodrama, drummer. I'm sounding like a fucking uh-huh. New York. There's so much melodrama there. <laughs> it's so much melodrama. There's so much of of like the the very predictable loud, quite loud. Where I, I again, I know where these songs are going. Uh, that I ended up just feeling my heart tugging me to the first album. But songwriting, I mean, again, like the, this melody wise, they are they have never been better. It's it's actually way so much fucking better than I could have possibly predicted. <laughs> And yeah, this changed how I looked the, at the band and it kept me like it got them off the chopping block for me. Like I was this really like blown away by it. It was in heavy rotation pretty much all of mm. like 05. I may have even listened to it damn near every day. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just it's fucking crazy. And I will say um, Chavo never really gets his shine. Well, he's barely playing on this on these albums, really. Yeah, he doesn't really get a shine. But on here, I feel like the other three guys, like John does cool stuff on the other albums. He does great stuff all the time. But it's yeah. not like I'm never like, yeah, that tr- I'll it's never like the highlight on here. I th- it's the best drumming he's ever done. I agree that he, he's only gotten better. I love him. I love him the whole time. But yeah, uh, there's some wild shit on here. And specifically specifically mesmerized <laughs> i fucking love this one so much uh because everything is it's basically the most diverse album um and it, it again I, I get that it's hard to separate the two but they felt so different to me even though i listened to them literally back to back yeah they felt so different to me they to me they're two sides of the same coin they're supposed to be and i i don't know i get it, it makes sense in my brain but um 
I feel like here is a lot of the it is like a good blending of like pop stuff and dancing like dancey stuff like we just yeah um where maybe on the second one is a little more like heavier driven and maybe some of the hooks well there's still heavy stuff on here and but there's still really weird wacky shit on here like radio video is one that i didn't like at first and eventually won me over just because how fucking weird it is yeah it's and it's fucking accordions on there there's music yeah and it's so it's kind of like a loose i feel like there's some like loose themes that like tie these albums together and one of those i think is is innocent like being young and innocent and yeah like that's just about darren like hanging out with his childhood friends oh that's sweet well i mean he says it uh-huh. uh dan shout out to danny and lisa whoever those people are but uh <laughs> uh that that was where it really sunk in that i do not like darren's singing voice at all i i just I, don't I like, like it. A, it just gnaws at me i'll take it's his, very whiny I'll take his screaming i like his screaming a lot i'll take his he's singing more, he's more whiny screaming of uh, whiny singing than anything like and it's not he's not even a bad singer it's just the choices it's just the very nas not nasally it's just it's just up there <laughs> just he's, fucking up there my goddamn eardrum he's got he's got his uh he's got his sound but uh, it is a cool dynamic the way they they hop back and forth um so some of the backstory of this is uh uh well apparently uh darren listed black metal era dark throne the kinks and fucking the supremes and marvelettes as primary influences which damn straight is, hey you gotta be diverse you gotta have a whole well-rounded picture and also if you're not a chode and you like different kinds of music and it makes sense to me actually yeah yeah that's, that's, <laughs> that's usually how usually the best music comes from a very very rich source uh yeah so so darren wrote not just all of the music but like half if not more of the the lyrics mm-hmm. and then also did a ton of the singing so he he he's like taken over a lot mm-hmm. and surge uh, i guess in in retrospect he, or at least he said um retroactive i don't know what the right word he said later on mm-hmm. he's like ah, i was kind of checked out i wasn't really invested in those albums that's pretty crazy it's crazy and it's fucking sad because like man these are good albums like, like i mean holy shit dude because that tells me we've never got this band at full power no like the closest was toxicity at full power really yeah uh, which it does make me sad because like he, they, all they keep saying repeatedly, every single member is like, uh, "This big diff, creative differences," and I hate that answer. It's just so vague and like. It, I get it because they they still do. Sh- well, I'll wait till we get. To yeah. That. Well, I mean, you could tease it. Uh, yeah, they still play shows, but they do. I yeah. Don't, I don't ever think we're getting. Well, they released a couple new tracks, and and when they were grilled about like, "Well, you released two new songs," well, and they they were immediately like. Ah, just don't get don't get comfy. <laughs> yeah, and those two songs I haven't heard them yet. I listened to them this because I had never heard them. I'm like, it's two fucking songs. Um, those were Darren was like, if System of a Down wasn't ready, I should preference it that these were charity songs. Yeah, when yeah. a war broke out in Armenia, and so it's pure charity like a hundred percent and he's like if system of a down didn't want to do it these were going to be scars on broadway songs yeah yeah so that kind of 
takes away it's yeah, it's, it's different they, it's not the same thing they're lacking a a certain urgency and energy that mm. like older system of a down has but also it's it's like it's a charity song i can't fucking i can't shit on it yeah, yeah you can you can but <laughs> dude we are the world fucking blows uh so it says uh um hear that uh, Darren uh, ended up playing, like I said earlier, much a lot of the bass on both these albums because Chavo's uh, wasn't good enough. He, so this is oh, I forgot that was the thing. Like, I re- yeah. just literally wasn't good. So this yeah. is this is a quote from from Shav. He says they were like, "Dude, you're a bass player who plays better guitar than bass. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, like, practice your bass. Practice your bass every day." But I was looking at practice like work, like schoolwork. Practice your bass, dude. I mean, I don't fucking tell you. This is paying your fucking bills. <laughs> Play your fucking bass. Jesus Christ, dude. I've been a, a so I mean I've had that situation a lot with with in bands. With, a lot of bands. That's grounds for getting fucking kicked out. I, I mean, it's happened a lot with me where I end up like, all right, this is not working. But there was one time where I was in someone else's band and they couldn't play their own riff. I was like, let me fucking play it. Jesus yeah. Christ. Are you, like, why, how did you write it if you can't play it? Like, yeah. I'm like holy shit. Wild. I t- oh, man. I totally for Yeah, me and my friends would rag on him a lot. That's so funny. That's so funny. Uh, but back to, back to the fucking uh, the eclecticness, that's even mm-hmm. a word, which probably isn't, of this album. Uh, I for- completely forgot about violent pornography. Dude. And it is, I love it. It's so good. It's so wild. Some of the fastest singing by Surge. Wild uh, shit, man. Yeah. So cool. Inge- yeah. Injecting disco beats into this album was the greatest decision ever. Like. Yeah, everything keeps you guessing. And then, yeah. What what an awful catchy. Well, I don't know about you, but for me, I, I hate like choking chicks and sodomy. The way it's delivered is catchy to me. It's a great line. <laughs> it's not. It's not a line you want to be humming under your breath no. while you're in line at the bank. No, it's, I mean, especially <laughs> the bank. <laughs> There's no more serial killer of a place to do it. Maybe the post office is another one. Like, Jesus Christ. Uh, question is oh. so fucking intricate. It has like these acoustic arpeggios over this crazy proggy shit. And you can hear everything very clearly. It's so good. I, I love, I love that. This a fucking ripper of a song. Fucking sad statue is just it's so thrashy and then mm. uh i mean it, it, again it has the fucking edgy vocal harmonies that i can't stand but even there they're not those not so bad i don't mind them there mm-hmm. uh it's it's like really this is a a damn near flawless album that i only can't love because of the thing that they're known for doing <laughs> like it's just it's just the vocals that like i i it's just not for me like i said this this is a game changer of an album to me i I mean, it's sold well. They're still a gigantic yeah. band. Yeah. I know, you know, Toxicity is the landmark album, but this is like when I was like, holy shit, these guys are like amazing singer song. Actually, yeah. talent. They actually could not that I didn't real think they were artists. Yeah. yeah not, but it was just like this, like really solidified. They're not it. this crazy motherfuckers going wild. Yeah. Like, they uh, yeah they got some actual songwriting stuff and then uh, we got to talk about old school hollywood for a second because or lost in hollywood. no no first old school hollywood oh, yeah, yeah. because of fucking robot vocals and surf drums and, Love and like, it. legit craft work silence thrown in there so good i kind of i kind of i almost wonder if they did like like part of me is like do that again but then like if you did it again would it still be as entertaining I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I actually don't even. I really don't like 
Darren's whining vocals in that song too. Uh, th- I, I was like uh, about done with his vocals. <laughs> like, God damn. But now lost in Hollywood. Uh, I think I, yeah, sorry. I think I got my notes screwed up. That's the more like somber. Lost in Hollywood is the closer. Old school Hollywood yeah, is the, yeah. is the, the, the crazy one. Yeah. Uh, Lost in Hollywood. Yeah. It's the, it's the closer. It's man. I was so enraged by the intro. Like this is so dramatic. Oh my <laughs> God. And then by the end of it, like, this is so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking, it's, God damn it's, it. And plus they, it's like one of the best closes because it's just one specific passage that they keep repeating and repeating and they keep layering and it gets bigger and it doesn't mm-hmm. like explode. It's actually the most restraint they've showed in a song, I think ever mm-hmm. because it never really explodes. It just really lets it sink into your brain, this specific passage. And it's fucking really cashy. It's really yeah. nice. Uh, it's, it's a good ass closer. Yeah. I, well, cause I view it as, as one i always viewed it as like a an intermission Mm -hmm. um because getting a little ahead but not too far ahead because like it opens up with soldier's side and then mesmerize ends with like a full blow hypnotize yeah yeah. ends with it so yeah 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 and then so i'm like it's like right, right. the book ends yeah. you have this this song it's really just the end of side one yeah yeah. it's it, it is uh and also also another thing i love about this album and why i think it's just like damn near perfect it's 36 minutes you that's exactly yeah. what i was gonna say it's, it's the shortest album it's 36 minutes and it's why it's it's actually like the the if you like this is the thing if you don't mind the fucking really edgy dramatic emotional stuff this is by far the best this is without a doubt the best i don't feel that way i i, I like the crazy shit i like the stuff where i have no idea what's happening mm-hmm but I this was originally best for for a while. It should have stayed that way, brother. I I, I my heart my heart says <laughs> that my heart that's my heart because you wanted to. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, but still, I mean, this is fantastic, and I and this is just the first half. Uh, but it is still its own album, and I mean, this is I think like Kirk Hammett. Or in, and someone else from Metallica, I forget who. Like this is the, they put it as like their number two best album of the two thousands. Yeah, like they were like, but specifically this one, like not even hypnotized. Which oh, like, not even both. Yeah, it's Cow- a, cowards. They put, I think they put that one like like lesser on the list, uh, but still on the list. But it's like the fact that it's separated into two albums is frustrating, but it makes sense. But I also like that because I like this short album the way it is. Uh, but we only have done. Time to move on to side two. This all this came out six months later. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget which month, <laughs> uh, but 2005's Hypnotize. Does this sound like bad brains to you? No, no, no. It, it does remind me of uh, bad brains. It's too polished. Oh, I mean, the riff is actually not. It's actually a little bit, yeah. It's I just think, it's too chuggy, but it's not so far off. Is it? I think it's attitude specifically. Uh, I'm gonna look this up. Yes. Yeah. I think you're thinking, you are thinking about it too. No, no, no. Attitude is no, 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 no. That's not attitude. I think it's something else. I know. We're talking about fucking bad brain songs. That is one of the flashiest guitar tones they've had, like, ever, though. Yes. It's a solid opening. Yeah. 
That's a, that's a, I forget how long that song is. Halfway done. Halfway done. So this is my least favorite. This specifically oh, yeah. hypnotized is my least favorite. Crazy. And really what it is, it, it, it was between this and <laughs> still this album as like what I thought was the worst. And it's not even like this is bad. This is like a really good album. Like I, I, I understand that. The, it, it, is, it has come to a head where I was beaten with these dramatic melodies and the vocal stuff and i couldn't take it anymore i was just exhausted mm. and holy mountains broke me she, she's like heroin broke me You're and lonely fuck- lonely day broke me dude i'm like i can't i'm done with with darren dude i'm done with his voice i get you hating lonely day because that doesn't feel like a mike song no yeah. um it does kind of annoy me that Lonely Day kind of like blew up into this big thing and was like in all these movies. I find it to be the most baffling famous song out of all of them. I kind of agree. Um, but I if it, I think if it just stayed on the album, I don't think it's a bad song. And then outright blasphemy. I love Holy Mountains. I had a feeling you would. I, I love it. It's just psychedelic and dreamy. And yeah. Where the other one is like metal and dance, this is like dreamy and metal. Uh, but the to me, the metal's cranked up a little more on here. There's some cool shit. There's some really cool shit. There. And the other thing is, Holy Mountains, Holy Mountains is objectively well done. I just don't want the way it's written. It's the same, the same thing. The same problem I have with the band. It's like, I can't say that it's not bad stuff. It's just I don't like the way it's written. I, I find these to be exactly my brain hopes they don't go like that's where all these melodies go uh, what, a, what about dreaming because like dream oh well um dreaming okay i have a time stamp specifically because uh, like I'm feeling i have feeling to get on my nerves is is this the part <laughs> all right let's try it Back of the line. like a Love the guitar things he's doing. Oh, the, no, the guitar stuff is fucking awesome. Like this, just the layers, the instruments, the textures, I love it. And I do think the song is good because of it. I don't love this fucking riff. I love it. I love it. It's just... It's not bad. And honestly, I do I do like the song. Uh, at a certain point, though, like the the... the just the melodrama. I'm like, fuck, man. I oh god. And there's oh. there's there's very few breaks of it on here, but the breaks I think are some of the best songs they've ever done. Which is, is maybe it's a fucking weird, a weird thing to love. But you fig. I mean, I like every song on both these albums, so I don't think it's fucking weird. It, like, it's not just that song. It's that one, and ah, oh, there's one more that it takes it just takes it uh the title track what the fuck yeah obviously oh the title tracks yeah, yeah they feel it's a standout track they for feel sure. different it's yeah. like they started falling into this pattern of like really middle eastern sounding stuff and really emotional and dramatic those are different those are just those are a different band basically mm-hmm. and that's the stuff that really like you know it perked me up again so this has this was the funny song that i talked about earlier so they have a song on here called Kill Rock and Roll. Yeah. And I th- I I was listening to it and I'm like, this doesn't really <laughs> fit in with the other things. So yeah. I looked up the lyrics and reading about it fucking just made me laugh. So Darren had 
accidentally ran over a rabbit in his car <laughs> who he named rock and roll after so it's just about him running over oh my god that's fucking hilarious a rabbit and <laughs> the ra- that's why it's like accidents happen in the dark and eat all the grass that you want because it's like oh you're in bunny heaven now that's you- fucking hilarious i'm like that's a really fucking funny song. Also, naming a rabbit like rock the, and roll, the least rock and roll animal. It's it's so fucking crazy. It, it does. It makes me laugh even more now. The intro to that song absolutely rules. I think it's one of the fucking coolest things they've done. And even the song, like I still appreciate. I don't like love eventually where it goes, but it still has really strong riffs. Uh, I still appreciate the whole thing. Uh, good song. Uh, what else? you get some like surf rock on stealing society it just get, you took the words out of my mouth that yeah. it's almost alternative like mm-hmm. they, they dabble with some surf stuff every now and then i mean drum wise john dabbles in it but it always feels like welcome it always feels yes. like, like it's a nice little breather from just the the chaos or well, it's not even chaos just the fucking madness of, the, of everything else um what was it uh I would have been pretty lukewarm on tentative if it weren't for those goddamn female angelic vocals mm. in that middle me- mellow se- mellow section. Yeah, so fucking pretty. Um, and then uh, last thing I'll note that I that I love a lot is a uh, goddamn vicinity of obscenity. Yes, that uh, feel. <sighs> also, I love the way it's placed. Where Holy Mountains is this like big, heavy, yeah, emotional song, and then it's like back to comedy it's so proggy and wild and then it goes funk and it's not like joke funk it's just funky yeah which is i think the, the only song in their entire catalog that does that which is uh love that love that 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 it did that I had no idea that was gonna happen that could have been on uh on mesmerize because yeah, yeah it's the only song on here that goes dance like all the dancey stuff is on the first yeah. album um and that, yeah, so talked. I mentioned I didn't care for she's like heroin, but the reason I don't like it, I mean, it, it's I don't. How many songs does Darren Singh lead on Mesmerize? It's it's like none or one or something, right? Yeah, it's, it's usually him just doing backup or dueling with um with Surge. Yeah, here he's singing lead. He's like the most dominant. Yeah, vocalist and, here, and she's like heroin is like. Oh boy. Oh boy. He's not, he's not the worst. He's not the worst, but I, I, uh, it was rough and it's a really fucked up song. It's super interesting, but it, it is fucked up. But then I think, cause they have like that dark system of a down comedy. I think that's another reason the vocals work for me. It is. Yeah. It's not like a, he's not like, um, okay. He's not, you know what I'm saying? He's yeah. not trying to be like, Hey, check it out. It's, it's so like, uh, this is absurd. It, it, it's very much aligned with the personality of the band yeah. uh, the, the way it's always been. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that song, it, I, again, it's, it's more interesting than I find enjoyable, uh, which is, uh, I always end up having a lot of time distinguishing that when I listen to music, like, Oh, it's super interesting. Do I like it? I don't know. Mm. And I was like, I guess I don't like it. It's just really cool and interesting. Yeah. I guess for me, I'm either, I'm, interested or i'm bored yeah or i hate it there's those are the three yeah if you're bored you should hate it yeah, yeah. that's does yeah uh and you teased it earlier the the closer the big giant closer soldier side a complete full-fledged version of the intro from mesmerize uh, and yeah i i dig the more flesh yeah i i like the idea of that is like here's this little like one minute thing yeah. you went on this epic journey across two discs and now we're going to give you the the little thing we teach you with it's nice 
It's nice. It's a good closer. Uh, yeah. And it's like at the end of it, it's like, I, I don't want to give a, a thing I like this much worse. Uh, so I, I, I can't give it worse because yeah. it's, it's a good fucking album. Yeah. But there's a lot of things I really don't like just <laughs> inherently and foundationally. Like, yeah, I'm not going to go back to this one. That's for sure. Yeah. Part uh, of me almost doesn't want them to record oh, an album yeah. Yeah. where like you, where you've talked about other bands where I'm just like, it's so, it's so good. Don't like, don't taint it. Don't taint your history. Unless you can pull like a Portis head or a tribe called quest. Just fucking leave it alone. That's asking a whole That's lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And especially it's been at this point, 17 years. And it's been a long fucking time. That's a long time. It's okay, dude. You don't got to It's all right. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't muddy the waters. Like, but it, also man, like, like I said, I don't feel like we ever got them at their full power. It's interesting. Um, I don't think we we were meant to because Surge was checked out. Yeah. We're not going to get him to check back in if they were already going different directions at this yeah. early, you know? And he just put out a record like a year ago or something, right? I mean, they're all still very active or like he was on the uh, Godzilla versus King Kong soundtrack. He did, um, he did a song with a guy from Death Clock they covered oh, uh, they, uh, Brennan Small? Yeah, they covered um, Blue Acer Colts, Gorgira. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that was the, the end credit song, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I didn't know. Yeah, I that's I, Surge. I, I remember now. Yeah. Man, th- that movie fucking sucked. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm not going to defend that movie, <laughs> but I had a very low bar, and I was like, that's exactly what I thought it would be. You know, you know what my problem was? Was was I watched things out of order, not realizing the the sequence of events. I didn't realize that Kong Skull Island was the first thing that came out. Well, after after the Godzilla thing, yeah, yeah. Uh, after the first Godzilla, it was chronologically, Kong, yeah. Like like no, I mean when the release date, like it, oh, yeah, Kong yeah. Skull Island came out, and that was fucking awesome. And then and then it was like the second Godzilla one, right, with the fucking yes, uh, and. I saw the Godzilla, the second Godzilla before Kong. Uh, hated Godzilla. He was like, "This is boring dog shit." Saw Kong, like, "Hell yeah, dude! Fuck yeah, Kong versus Godzilla! Let's fucking go!" And uh, then, then was disappointed to fucking high hell, dude. Awful. It was it was as bad as Godzilla too. I don't like any of those movies. I thought uh, Kong was super fun. It was, I, it was more like a campy, like a, like ragtag group of uh, of friends action kind of movie. I can accept. The only one I like hate hate <laughs> whatever <laughs> is the first well the the like the one that started it off that initial Godzilla. Oh, where they fucking bait switched us with Brian Cranston? No spoilers, what? but they bait switched us. I don't I don't even care about that. I just don't like the movie f- yeah. fundamentally. Except when he rips open the monster's mouth yeah. and breathes radioactive fight that's amazing yeah, that's a cool that's a cool look that's scene. the only cool part in that movie <laughs> and then i just accept like skong uh, uh kong skull island yeah. uh king of the monsters and then kong versus god i just accept them as trash cheese i thought i think is i like a good amount of cheese when it's self-aware which is what i thought kong was it felt very self-aware the other ones felt like they were trying to tell a story and it was just like, what are you doing i do you don't want a story you idiots what are you doing Last thing I'll say about uh, those movies is I saw John C. Riley's jacket. I'm like, that doesn't say for your health on it. There's no. Oh, fuck. There's no way. Did it? 
It does. I forgot. That's pretty cute. It's what, oh, it's what I mean with the cheese. Yeah, a little, some cheese, little dude. Steve Brule yeah, reference. Love it. Love yeah, it. his. I forget where on his jacket, but it does, in fact, say God for your health. Love it. Uh, so when was this? This was just 2020, I think this was, from Kerrang. Uh, Darren told told them, uh, he says, um, I think it was July 20, 2020, if I'm not mistaken. He says uh, that he had material for a new album, but that <laughs> Surge wasn't on board creatively. Uh, he says he also revealed that Tonkin was responsible for the band's hiatus from 2006 to 2011. That Surge didn't even want to record the band's yeah, mm. 2005 albums, Mesmerized and Hypnotized. Um, Tonkin responded in an open letter confirming there are creative differences, holding up a new album that he was indeed responsible for the band's hiatus. He also admitted that his heart wasn't in the band when they recorded Mesmerized and Hypnotized. He even apologized to fans for not being able to give them a new album. And, uh, oh man, it's just so sad because like Shavo, he, he, he says like, it's just a matter of time. I just hope it happens sooner or later. We you know we've written stuff. He brought a lot. Darren's brought a lot of stuff in. Uh, I've worked with it. We've worked it out together. Uh, and we've got to, we've got to get this, we got to get this done. And yeah, we'd love to. And Serge is just the one holding it up. And then I think, I think this is 2021. I believe this is 2021. Uh, they asked John why there wasn't a new record yet. And he says, I don't know, maybe because we're stupid because our egos get in the way. Maybe because there's too much drama from the past that people can't get past. I don't have a good answer for you because I don't agree with not doing it. All. It sucks. And that's it. That's the last thing we got. I was like, I don't know, man. It sucks. I'm, I mean, John, doesn't shut up. He does interviews all the fucking time. So. What else is he doing? He did these great men, which is a, is a, a covers album uh, that I, was kickstarted, I believe. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, I. He did like uh, this. I forget her name. I apologize, but this uh, chick who um, kind of interviews people in the like Armenian who work in like music in Hollywood. Uh -huh. She like interviewed him recently. I watched some of it and then I was just like, uh, all right. I, hey, don't, all right, I don't care. Be good. I don't care what John thinks anymore. Good drummer though. Good drummer. Fucking hit his stride on those last two albums. Uh, but we are at the end. God damn it. Thank you all so much for listening and hanging out with us. Let's do a little recap. Uh, for me, worst, least favorite is still this album. There's some really cool songs on there. It this doesn't feel like a proper album due to the circumstances at the time. And then best personal favorite, uh, Mesmerize Hypnotize. I forget the order. Yeah, Mesmerize Hypnotize. Um, fucking changed the way I looked at the band, changed the way I looked at heavy metal music. I think it's a fucking... One of the best double albums ever, in my opinion. So, holy shit. And there it is. For me, little controversial. It's okay. Self titled, best personal favorite. It's batshit. It turned me in an instant into a fan of this band from being lukewarm to indifferent. Uh, Wild Chip, maybe not the most uh, musical or uh, developed, but I found it to be insanely consistent. And so it made, just made me happy. Mm -hmm. uh, worst, steal this album. It is a shame that the circumstances made them put those songs out uh, that way and without more development, the way I feel like they probably could have been. And it was it's just a, a byproduct of, of, of the times. pirating, pirating yeah. in the times and all that. Hypnotize, least favorite personally. I know it's a good album. I just hate the choices on that one. Mesmerize is fucking phenomenal. 
which is so weird because they're the same album. <laughs> just For all of, intents and purposes, yes. <laughs> they're basically the same album. But that second half, I'm like, oh, boy, I, don't, I, I get it. But uh, Even, oh. personally... I guess for Mike, it's a it's a good thing they released a separate album. Yeah, yeah. Because if they were if they were packaged together, I'd be like, God damn, that first half is fucking awesome. What ha- I mean, you might be pissed off paying I'll- that premium price. And yeah, then, maybe, yeah. maybe. Uh, but thank you so much for listening to Hanging Out. If you enjoyed the episode, like the video if you like it. Subscribe, tell friends, leave you leave in the comments your picks for best and worst. Also, how we're idiots who don't know shit. You can also do that. That's pretty cool. You can find a system over down Spotify playlist link in the description. Got players associated with basically every episode. You can find those at everyalbumever.com and patreon.com slash everyalbumever for uh, all the things that help us be who we are and continue living in the world. Bonus episodes, early access to the Loose Ends episodes, 20% off all merch. You get to vote on polls to decide who we cover next. You get to see our schedule in advance. And if you're tier two, you get to request artists for us that we will actually cover as soon as we can. And uh, so go there and do that. Thank you very much. Don't forget to check out my debut EP, Pander Monkey, by Pander Monkey. Uh, you can find it on all platforms, you, as well as links in the description for that. I think it's very cool, very fun, yada, yada, yada. Uh, follow me on all social media, at Pander Monkey. You can follow Alex on Instagram, at Mother Puncture. And don't forget to follow our history guy, Tom Osmond. He gave us a whole bunch of meat to chew on for this episode. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tom Osmond Sounds, and his Substack, TomOsmond.substack.com, and his debut album, So Much for a Long Day's Work, which you can find everywhere, as well as the description. Rad, rad, rad. Now. And don't forget to listen to Mike CP, Pattern Monkey. Please, please, please do that. now, what? What we gonna close this bitch out with? So I was torn between two songs, but due to your feelings, I'm going with one of them that tipped tipped the scales in favor of question. Oh, baby! Hell yeah! So thanks so much for listening and watching. See ya! For two ghosts are no different than you Ghosts are now waiting for you, are you? Sweet berries ready for two ghosts are no different than you Ghosts are now waiting for you, are you? Dreaming, dreaming the night Dreaming, Waiting for you, are you dreaming? Dreaming.